Good morning. You are tuned into the Media Lounge Podcast, your source for the latest in entertainment, music, and trending news, as well as where we discuss real-life issues. I am your host, Celine Montijo, and I hope you're all having an amazing day. Listeners, as you already know, I am always on the lookout to see who is doing something out of the ordinary in their lives. And I love it even more when you can finish listening to the podcast and gain something from it. So on today's episode, I will be talking to Amber Rochelle. Now Amber, who is known online as 19%, became an Instagram health and wellness influencer when she started sharing her weight loss journey online. And I'm not talking about just 20 or 40 pounds. The woman has shed 180 pounds. Listeners, the lovely Amber Rochelle. Good morning. Good morning, Celine. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you doing this morning? I am wonderful. Happy Saturday to you. Yes, happy Saturday, and thank you so much for joining the Media Lounge Podcast. I'm excited to have you on. Thank so, you for having Amber, me. You're welcome. Amber, you have one story to share. Let's kick it off by telling us who Amber is and sharing a bit about your background, if you will. Uh, who Amber is? I mean, I guess that depends on who you ask, but you are asking me, so I will tell <laughs> you that I am just a, a regular old woman. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> And she's um, lying because she is not old at all. <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean old, old. Just like, you know, just like a regular girl. You know. Like, yeah, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-two, and you know what is ah, age anyway? I feel like you're right. never too old to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. So you're absolutely right. Like about old, that. Is, old is a state of mind anyway. Mm, um, yes. I shared my journey online, and I am just someone who wants to help people in all the various ways I can help people, whether that is like personally professionally, uh, on a big scale, on a small scale, I think at my core, I'm just a helper and always have been from the time I was a little kid. That is like the core of who I am. Okay. Amber, I mentioned that you are known online as 19%. Can you tell us where that name stemmed from? I was curious (laughs) about that. (laughs) Um, So... It's it's really a disappointing story. I wish there were some, like, interesting tale I could tell behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I make up things, like, uh, probably in my lifetime I'll only be able to pay back, like, 19% of all my student loans because they're that ridiculous. But, <laughs> and that's probably true, actually. But really, I came up with that name 10 years ago when I made my YouTube channel, um, okay. really because I was... I tried, like, some other names that were, like, birthdays of um, people I loved, like my little cousin, and they were taken or they were too long. And my birthday happens to be on the 19th of November. And then the word percent looks nice next to it when it's all in lowercase letters. And I was like, fine, here we go. So (laughs) 10 years ago on YouTube, I was like, that looks nice. (laughs) And I I just kind of kept it. Okay, so, okay. No okay. Thank you for sharing that. Like like I said, I was yeah. curious. I'm like, maybe it has something to do with her journey that she's going to share with us. <laughs> maybe, right. but definitely, but no, not the secret's out. Okay. So, Amber, um, yeah. you are an Instagram influencer. 
as mentioned earlier, you mm-hmm. are now sh- sharing your story or you have been sharing your story online in your weight loss journey. Can you tell us yeah. your story? Where did it begin? Tell us when did you know that you had to make a change in your life? Um, probably when I was like eight or nine, <laughs> maybe earlier than that. Um, okay. I think managing obesity and being very, very overweight has always been something that I have struggled with my whole life. And I think it's definitely going to be something I have to manage forever. Um, Mm -hmm. In my case, it was definitely a symptom of underlying issues um, like depression, anxiety, Mm. and binge eating disorder. And so there was never just one breaking point where I thought now something changed. It had been sort of, this issue that was always kind of there and um, was more difficult to manage at some times than others. And I had been on diet starting from the time I was um, probably in middle school. There was no real breaking point. I would say most recently with this journey that I started sharing, um, there was really a jumping off point where Mm -hmm. I finally lost a ton of weight, more weight than I had ever lost. And it was a different kind of weight loss and a different kind of journey that I had ever had before. Mm -hmm. And I say that because of this. For the first time in my life, I was not setting out to lose weight because I thought that a smaller body would make me happy. I was setting out to lose weight purely because I was out of breath and I was winded walking up the steps. I had to pause to go up my steps. I wasn't flexible. I didn't have stamina or energy. I was limited from doing the things I wanted to do in my life. But it wasn't because I looked in the mirror and thought, I don't like this on my body. I don't like that on my body. Or something is wrong with me. This is unacceptable. And I need to be smaller or look a certain way in order to achieve happiness. Whereas every other time I had ever set out to lose a single pound, it was always to change the way I looked because I thought that would make me happy. And I'll tell you, that does not bring happiness. No, absolutely Um, not. You realize at this point, Dad, you have to do it for yourself, for your health. As you said, it was no longer about your outer appearance. It was you were just not able to function, do your day-to-day task. Okay. I wanted to go out in the world and live an exciting, vibrant life. I wanted to be more present in my life. And I had had, uh, so I alluded to the obesity being an underlying, uh, being a symptom of underlying things like depression, anxiety, and binge eating disorder. And in 2017, I actually had about uh, three months, yeah, about three months of um, pretty regular therapy and treatment for these. And that was kind of the turning point where those underlying issues were addressed. Um, and that is where the change happened. There are these before and after pictures on my page that are super inspiring to people. Um, and I looked at the same kind of before and after pictures during my journey. But I got to tell you, the real change, the fundamental change that, like, my life has been different ever since is after I went to therapy and got treatment for those underlying issues. Because afterwards, that was in 2017, like I mentioned, um, 2017, I was living, after all that therapy, my happiest uh, mentally and emotionally and my saddest life. Like, I um, was the biggest I had ever been, but because those underlying issues were treated and addressed and I had therapy and I had these coping skills, uh, the 
it's all mental is what I learned. It is all mental. The size of your body and what you look like, we think that is what is making us unhappy. And it's not always. Now, I was unhappy about the fact that I couldn't walk up the stairs because physically I couldn't handle all that weight, but that wasn't the real issue. Um, And so once I learned and experienced firsthand that happiness and body size are not actually linked, whereas my whole entire life, I truly believe that and try to decrease my body size in order to achieve some happiness. Well, this mm. time around, I knew they weren't linked, and now I was just losing weight because I just wanted to, like, sit in a kayak or go on a roller coaster or sit right. in a theater seat comfortably, and it is a completely different experience when you are accepting of your body and um, just, just losing weight for a different motivation. Absolutely. I love that. And I can agree with the fact that sometimes when you're struggling with something such as obesity, there are some deeper rooted issues there. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we can't identify those issues. What would you say to people who are struggling with obesity and just can't find a way out? I would say, first of all, talk to your doctor. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe get multiple opinions. Uh, It depends on sort of what sort of setting. If you only have a 15-minute visit with your doctor every so often, maybe ask for more time with your doctor. Maybe ask for a referral to, for instance, like a lifestyle medicine clinic. These are um, Mm -hmm. usually attached to places that perform bariatric surgery, but they are, um, or weight loss surgery, they are the arm of that clinic that manages obesity without surgery, but they're usually connected in the same clinic. And that is actually one of the doctors that I saw who referred me to this place that treats um, binge eating disorder, depression, and anxiety. Mm. Not everybody who's obese has binge eating disorder. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would say start with talking to your doctor. Okay. We all know how to, like, lose weight, right? You know, Mm -hmm. probably eat eat fewer uh, fried foods and high-sugary foods and, and move more. And over the long term, that will change. But that, that is hard to do. Yeah, it's easier that is. said than done. And, and there's probably um, underlying issues that make that harder to do. So start with talking to your doctor. And also ask for a referral to a therapist because I feel like even if you don't have those underlying diagnoses, a good counselor or a therapist is good for everyone. Very well said. Amber, what changes did you make in a year mm-hmm. lifestyle as far as maybe diet? Did you start working out? Were there any special pills, magic pills, any shake that assisted <laughs> you in losing the weight? So I gave myself two simple rules to start out with. Um, one, I decided I was going to do 45 minutes of cardio every day because I had 45 minutes available to me every day to do cardio. Mm -hmm. Uh, I figured if I can sit and watch CNN for hours, then I can stand (laughs) on a treadmill and watch CNN for 45 minutes while I walk. So I committed to doing that every day. And I started literally just by walking on the treadmill. And eventually I would increase the incline and then I would go a little faster. Um, I would do the elliptical or, well, it took it took probably eight months before I got my way up to the stair climber, but just mm-hmm. cardio. I lifted weights maybe a handful of times in the first year because I didn't really okay. enjoy that. My goal is right. like move and get sweaty every day. I also ate around 1,200 calories a day, 
that was my goal. Um, again, I would definitely say talk to your doctor about that. My right. doctor was okay with that. Um, when I was 19, I actually had gastric bypass surgery, and okay. so I have altered anatomy. And so that number may not be appropriate for that number. Yeah, it may not be appropriate for everyone to talk to your doctor, but that's what I ate. Okay. And eventually, my doctor also put me on a medicine called Qsimia, which is used to help uh, cravings to binge in patients with binge eating disorder. And so that really helped. So three months in, I had lost uh, probably 40-ish pounds. But there were a lot of times where I was just like white-knuckling it through the day, trying not to binge eat. And that is emotionally exhausting. Uh, I was using all my skills that I learned in therapy, but it was still so mm-hmm. hard. Um, and I told my doctor this, and I went in, and she said, oh, well, you've been doing, I, you've been putting in this effort and this work. And um, I told her about my urges and my cravings, and she prescribed this medicine. And that did help really decrease my urges to binge. You mentioned magic pills. Let me tell you, there is no magic pill. Even <laughs> unfortunately. With <that> pill, <laughs> unfortunately. Even with that mm-hmm. pill, um, it did decrease my binge urges, but it did not erase them. Uh, mm-hmm. I still had binge urges. They were just quieter and easier to, um, easier to say no to. So it, it was very helpful. Um, and so, yeah, I, it, I did that for a year. And during this time, you are sharing mm-hmm. your story and your progress online. What type of feedback yeah. do you get? Because you have thousands of followers. In the beginning, it was just me and a, and a small group of people, and I started sharing it for accountability because mm-hmm. I, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted someone else to know what I was doing. Because if I just said, okay, Amber, you are going to go to the gym every day and you're going to do this and this and this, well, if I didn't do it, who's going to know? Just me, and that's fine, and we let ourselves down all the time, and we're just like, "Eh, okay, whatever. If someone else let us down as much as we let ourselves down, we'd be like, excuse me, this is a problem. You're unreliable. We should not do that to ourselves. Um, But I wanted some accountability. So I was like, I'm going to post every day, and I know it's going to be hard some days and easier other days, but here we go. And so that's really why I started posting on Instagram um, every day last year as I went through this journey. And there, were, there weren't thousands of people back then, um, mm-hmm. but there was a very supportive group of people who are still around now, and they encouraged me, and they shared their own struggles and their own victories. And it was the community that I was able to engage with and still engage with was really integral in my success. Like some days I wanted to quit and just give up and say, okay, we'll try this again later because uh, I'm tired and I don't want to do it and I don't want to go to the gym. But then I remember that, like, literally there are people who are waiting for my post. Like, they are expecting me to post that I went to the gym and they want to see it. Um, <laughs> I love that. And, and it's true. And I didn't want to disappoint those people. I didn't want to disappoint myself either, but that was the point of me posting. I wanted someone right. else's expectations on me. Uh, and it, right. it worked. So I, accountability is uh, important. Yeah, that's huge. And I can totally relate with that. I Every time I, okay, I set a new goal, I need to lose five pounds. I tell my girlfriends, okay, guys, I'm starting today. I'm hitting the gym. Why? Because you don't mm-hmm. want to go through that journey on your own. Like you yeah. said, it's about accountability. 
you know, yes, we can do it on our, by ourselves, but it, it's so much easier when you have someone cheering you on from the sidelines, you know? It really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And someone to encourage you and yeah. um, sort of check in with you. And, yeah, I think it, it was tremendously helpful. Mm-hmm. The other thing I did is um, I put a little skin in the game, so to speak. I sort of – I bet against myself. I actually bet that I could lose 80 pounds uh, in <laughs> seven months. And yeah. if I didn't lose those, I was going to lose all my money. I bet like eh, just over $1,000. And if I did lose that mu- that weight, then I uh, stood to profit just over $2,000. So every time wow. I wanted to quit, I was like, um, <laughs> that's your money. On the yeah, line. isn't that like, motivating all, in itself, right, money? <laughs> Oh, that is so motivating. It was this app called Healthy Wage, and I found it. You can, like, calculate how much weight you want to lose and what period of time, at least six months it has to be, and how much you want to bet per month. And it will tell you, like, okay, if you reach your goal, you'll get this amount of money uh, if you lose the weight. And I was like, I'm sorry, you're going to give me a $3,400 check if I lose this much weight in this period of time? Uh, Sign me up. And that really also – was the motivation. Wow. Amber, what is um, that app called again? It's called Healthy Wage. And if you go to my Instagram uh, bio, there's a link in my bio. Okay. You can just click on it, and there's a little calculator you'll see. And you just put in how much you weigh, how tall you are, how much weight you want to lose, over what period of time, and how much you want to bet, and they'll tell you what your prize is. I did it twice. Okay. The first time, I won two over $2,000, and the second time, I think it was just under $2,000. So, oh, wow, that's I mean, huge. Yeah. There were a lot of pillars of support doing this. It's um, Losing that much weight is hard, and I needed all, all the help I could get, all the motivators right. I could find. Right, absolutely. I agree with that. So now you did this. You went in this journey for like an entire year. You changed your diet. You mm-hmm. lowered your calorie intake to 1,200. You were exercising, and then mm-hmm. you lose 180 pounds. Now into 2019, where are you at now? Are you trying to lose more weight? Are you just trying to maintain? Have you? Well, are you still eating 1,200 calories a day? In 2019, um, my original goal was just to sort of stay within um, 5% of my weight loss. So kind of just hover and maintain. I have actually just recently, within the last couple months, had kind of a flare of depression and anxiety. And so that has been difficult with like binge eating and, and that never goes away. It's more just manage it day by day. And so I actually regained some of the weight that I lost, which is not unexpected. Right. Um, and so now I have since lost that, most of it. I'm about, mm-hmm. numbers are not that important. I'm about 10, right. 15 pounds above my lowest weight, which is fine. Okay, okay. My goal right. right now is to forget the number and think about how do I feel and what yeah. habits am I engaging in that made me feel so good over this mm-hmm. last year and a half um, because it's not really the size of my body that, I was feeling so great about it was the habits that I was doing because like 15 pounds I can still run up the steps I can still do all the things that I wanted to do when I set out to lose weight in the first time in the first place and it was never about like what I looked like or what size jeans I wore so my goal mm-hmm. right now is just to sort of maintain around what I'm doing what, where I am now and to okay. focus on getting my depression anxiety and binge eating disorder under control Absolutely. Um, so that's 
seeing my therapist Amber, regularly. Amber, I must ask, <laughs> tell us about yeah. your shopping habits. How has that changed? You look amazing. Oh, my God. And you're always dressed up so cute. <laughs> it's a pro- It's. I mean, it's not a problem. It's like a solution, I think, to me <laughs> wanting to wear cute outfits. Okay, and I'm you very- do. You rock them well. I'm a thrifty shopper. Thank you very much. I <laughs> love a thrift store. I love a vintage store. Yes. I love, I really love just like 80s fashion, 90s, give me mm-hmm. some 60s, 50, all of it. And I love to mix yes. and match it. And now I can wear things that are, I, I have so many choices. I can yes. just walk into a store and I can probably just sit into things and <laughs> not have to worry about like, wow, this place doesn't have my size, which is, yes. oh my God. Do you know how many times I dreamed of that in yes just adolescence going to the mall with my friends and being like all right well I'll just like I'll look at these earrings and these bracelets I was like an accessory queen because accessories always fit but I always right. dreamed of like walking into wet steel when that was the thing back in the day and mm. being able to put on an outfit but I love all that. my shopping habits um so every weekend yes. my ritual is to go to like my favorite vintage clothing stores uh, I really mm-hmm. like Hollywood Mirror, um, okay. and I really like Buffalo Exchange. They are my fave, and I just like to pick up a few pieces here and there. Now, and are these know, in the city? Absolutely. They are. So, <laughs> uh, okay. yes. Oh, okay. yes. They are in the city of Chicago. Uh, okay. They are great places and with excellent prices, and I usually leave with, like, bags and bags of stuff. I also go to Ragstock, which is right okay. above Hollywood Mirror. Uh, and then there's also a Target, like, a block away, and then a Starbucks across the street. Like, oh, it's a, it's a beautiful weekend. Yeah, it sounds like it. I will actually try on clothes, which is if I, that, it's amazing to me. I would yeah. never try on anything. I hated going shopping. I only wore dresses before. I have on pants right now. Do you know I wear pants, like, every day, which is insane wow. to me. I would never wear pants before experience is worth it that in itself it yeah. really is and i'm so happy it that is. you have made these changes i'm so happy that you lost 180 pounds not everyone can lose 180 pounds amber that is huge and people struggle with 20 30 40 pounds i can't yeah. imagine 180 pounds but you did it don't stress you yourself out over 20 pounds okay anyone <laughs> like live your life with those 20 pounds let me tell you yeah if yeah if i could be if i could find some happiness being 363 pounds, uh, yeah. you you better get out there and live your life with those 20 extra pounds, okay? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, very yeah. well said. It, you know, women, it, that's just how, I, I don't know what it is about us women, but it, it almost seems like we never reach that point of perfection that we're so looking for. And many times I'll tell it's you not what bad. It is. Even when we get there, we're probably going to complain about something else. Yeah. It's how we're socialized. Like, nothing is ever good enough. There's this image or these images that we're just exposed to all the time and, like, this is what perfection is. But it's really an unattainable thing because there's, like, teams and teams of people making these women look a certain way. And then there are teams of editors who go in and digitally make these women look a certain way. Um, And to begin with, these women just hit, like, the genetic, I wasn't going to say jackpot, but, like, who, me, someone else is saying that this is the best. Like, we're all just walking around in our normal, regular human bodies, and someone else has de- designated this other image as beautiful. We, mm. I wasted a lot of time uh, not living my life 
because I thought I was too big or not attractive enough or I'll do this when I look like that, I implore you, stop wasting your life. Just get out there and 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 just live live your life to the fullest. And before we wrap up, Amber, you were featured in an online magazine. Tell us about that. Yeah, so that was really exciting. Um, A writer from Women's Health Magazine online reached out to me and asked me to share my story. And I was very surprised, but I was very happy to be able to share my story with their audience, which I'm always happy to do because I think um, the difference between my weight loss and a lot of, or maybe the way I tell my story and a lot of other stories that I see is that I I didn't hate my body and I wasn't miserable and I didn't hate myself when I started to lose weight. This wasn't a transition from like, oh, I have a terrible life and I'm unhappy and now I've lost all this weight and I'm super happy. What mm-hmm. I want to say is that, like, happiness is attainable at any body size. Right. And that is the message that I always want to include whenever I am telling anyone about my journey. Um, mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to do to lose that much weight. And one day but at a time. It's definitely really doable. Awesome. Yes. Like you said, one, one day at a time. And that's what I tell myself all the time. One day at a time. It'll, that's we'll get all there. you can do. All you have is yes. today. You can't worry about yesterday. Tomorrow is not here yet. You, what can you do today? And just do that. Thank you so much for sharing that, your story with us, Amber. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Before we wrap up, where can the listeners find you online? So you can find me on Instagram at 19%. You can find me on YouTube also at 19%. And you can find me on Twitter at 19%. Perfect. And listeners, you can read more on Amber and her complete bio will be on our website at medialoungechicago.com. What did we learn from this conversation? Well, one, identify the issue, whether it be through therapy or a doctor, as Amber stated earlier. Find yourself, start your journey, and live your best life. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Media Launch Podcast. As always, have a blessed day, and till next time, ciao. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. There you have it, listeners, Amber Rochelle, 180 pounds down, and she is looking amazing. Thank you so much again for sharing that story, Amber. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the Media Lounge on Instagram, the underscore media underscore lounge underscore. Have a great week. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.